Hello, today is Friday, April the 16th, and you are listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Gore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. So Jeff, we finally got those April showers that bring May flowers. Bunch of farmers got some uh, spring wheat planted, other spring cereals. Great time for some rain. Let's replenish some moisture in the soil. Yes, for sure. So what happened to the markets t- uh, this week? Well, we had another positive week. I just love saying that, another positive week. It didn't start out that way. No, but it sure uh, changed, turned around again. So uh, not huge increase. So very strong increases. So, so corn, uh, old crop corn up $5, new crop $7.00. Soybeans, old crop, uh, $16, new crop, 7 The wheats were up uh, about 7 or $8 right across the board. And uh, these increases going right out into the 2022 crop, which maybe we'll talk about in a bit. Mm-hmm. So. so this is the point, or I guess it's it's yeah, kind of around that point where the market starts trading on on what the weather does instead of speculation, I guess you could say. Well, it's really amazing how much weather premium came into the market this week Mm -hmm. Uh, the wheat market was a real example it's uh there's weather concerns you know the canadian prairies big uh, hard red spring growing area it's extremely dry the northern plains in the u.s yep you know it's extremely dry and uh, then once again in the southern plains where it's more winter wheat area it's turned dry again so it's that helped the spring wheat prices. Yep. Bring in a weather premium a, a few days in a row. It's helped the winter wheat prices. And then when you go uh, across the pond in France, which is a very large winter wheat growing area, cold in France. Yep. Hurting the crop that's coming out of dormancy. And that was another little supportive thing for, for winter wheat. So it was, it was interesting to see the, how those concerns came into that market. But we also have uh, weather concerns for corn. Now we have it in in Brazil. Yeah, we've in, talked about Brazil a couple times, but well, Brazil we talked before about how it was so wet, so that delayed some of the corn plantings, yep. delayed some of the soybean harvest, delayed some of the second crop corn plantings. But now it's turning dry in in Brazil. So <laughs> from it, one extreme to the other. <laughs> oh, it's that's the life of a farmer. Yes, but also in the U.S. it's. Uh, very dry in the western corn belt mm-hmm. and up into the Dakotas and that they're uh, very dry they're starting to plant corn in the southern states but uh, soil moisture levels are are just extremely low this year so we're already we've have a weather premium in supporting corn prices in Brazil supporting corn prices in the U.S. which this has resulted in New crop harvest 2021 record high prices in both areas. Mm-hmm. So it's almost a perfect storm on the corn market side right now. Yeah, it's, usually uh, one price is suffering and the other one is benefiting from that, right? Yeah, like it's, uh, it's an interesting one and it's uh, just the bull is, is running free right now. So soybeans this week. They weren't really affected so much on the weather side. No. Uh, but uh, soybean, the price has, has stayed really strong in Brazil throughout this record 
harvest that they're just taking off. Like, so they're 135 to 137 million tons of production they're harvesting. Even, you know, we talked last week about the, that wet weather and the harvest didn't seem to affect them very much. So why is the price staying so strong with the yields being so good? Demand from China. That's what everybody's laying their hand on. Demand from China has kept the price so strong in Brazil, even with that record production, record yield that they're taking off. Normally, mm-hmm. everybody knows normally in at harvest time, prices would come down, especially with record yields. But demand this year is keeping it up. So that's supporting and we saw that last fall too. Oh, we saw that last fall in uh, in our markets because China, when they started purchase from North America in or from specifically the states in last August, yep. part of the phase one trade agreement and prices just started ratcheting up. And so they're keeping their purchases going with from uh, Brazil right now. China mm-hmm. has not purchased much from the U.S. on the corn or soybean side the last few weeks. But remember, the purchases already or the sales already made out of the U.S. on both those markets are roughly or just under right around 100% of what the USDA was projecting. So we're not looking for a lot of lot more big sales, but it'd still be nice to see some more to help push prices a little bit higher. Of course, yes. So we have like weather for the wheat market, weather for corn, demand on soybeans. No, demand on corn too, but this week it was the weather side. So I thought maybe we maybe we could take a look of look at some other factors that might affect prices going forward. Sure. And that's let's get into politics. The the new US administration and what they're doing with China. Biden. Well, <laughs> Biden, I guess what Biden he's playing tough with Russia this week, uh who knows how that will end up affecting things. Yeah. But more more important really is what he's doing with China. He's staying tough on China. Mhm. He's not getting rid of any of the uh, Trump tariffs. Can we call them that? The Trump tariffs? I guess that's what they were. Sure. On what? On uh, $350 billion worth of imports from China. They're not getting rid of them. I guess they probably like the money coming into the treasury. But how how worried are you about this, Jeff? Because really, China needs the U.S. And the U.S. needs China, right? China needs the egg products from the U.S. And the U.S. needs the consumer goods from China. And the U.S. needs some place to market their ag products. Yes. And China needs some place to market their consumer goods. Exactly. So the two sides, you're right. They need each other. But we, as a democratic, free societies, we don't want to let those dictatorships away with too much. <laughs> and I guess this is part where China's becoming a larger and larger world power. The U.S. is trying to push back. Uh, I don't have the answers for sure. It's uh, definitely a concern that something might happen. They get into a little skirmish somewhere that trade falls apart for a while, but sooner or later they'd have to get back together, you would think. Just can't see where the supply and where that goes Mm-hmm. In the, the long term, because even when the tariffs came on, the Trump tariffs came on, China kept exporting things to the U.S. Yeah. You know, they finally did buy a whole bunch of agricultural products, but China has that demand. They they have the appetite for them, so they need them. So they need each other. 
hopefully they can work things out and however they how however they work them out really can make a big difference in our bottom lines and prices to farmers in North America in Ontario you know in eastern Ontario for big time so well, let's just hope they can work them out so uh so Jeff, um, you mentioned earlier about maybe talking a little bit about 2022 prices. What are you thinking? Well, I think farmers generally as a whole have been very reluctant to go too far out in booking. You know, yeah. we still have some farmers that won't forward contract anything until the crop's in the ground. We probably still have some that don't sell anything until it's harvested. More and more forward contracting because what's it nine years out of 10 or seven years out of eight that's way you can get the biggest bang for your buck you well make like the you most said money. prices usually go down in the fall right so if you wait until it's harvested then that's usually when the prices are heading heading down so but so if we want to take a peek out two years so i just said farmers sometimes are reluctant to go to forward sale their current crop but let's take a look out two years. So there's soybean prices today hit five hundred and ten dollars delivered delivered to the elevator for harvest two thousand and twenty two five hundred and ten dollars a ton. Yeah. Last year's customers' day price was four thirty. Four thirty, and that was a fabulous price. You know, the year before that is right in that same region. So there's lots of years we sell beans down near that four hundred dollars. Yes, it, there is. Lots of farmers remember less than that. So if you can forward sell even a small percentage of your production over $500, have that locked in. It's a pretty good place to start. Remember, there's so many things that can change prices over yeah. two years that that $500 might end up looking, will be top the top price of the year. Or it might look really foolish, but, but still, that's a good place to start. <laughs> even if it's not, yeah, even if it does end up looking foolish, you have... You should be able to make money over $500. Absolutely. So it's, you know, it's a great place to start. And there's uh, corn, $219 for uh, 2022. So again, I'm not at farmers to sell 30, 40, 50% of their expected production. But if you want to book 10% of your your production or 15% of what you, you say, oh, let's see, I normally grow... 200 acres of corn, let's say four ton, that's 800 acres. So, or 800 uh, tons. tons. Maybe I'll book 80 ton, 10%. You know, just maybe 40 ton, a truckload. And let's see, maybe the price will go another 5 or $10 higher and I'll book some more. Yeah. Target prices work for for uh, contracts way out for that harvest too. Um, it's not a bad thing. I wouldn't mind having discussion with any farmers that would like to talk about yep. it anyway. So, and if you, yeah, if you need any clarification on anything or just have some general questions, we're always here for a phone call. We can't go out so much right now because of COVID, so we're happy to hear from people. <laughs> Give us a call, people. We all have our phones. Well, I think that's all we have, unless you have anything else, Jeff. No, hopefully, we this wet, damp weather that's here today stays for another week or so and then we can maybe closer to the end of the month get back at her and at a minimum i think it'll keep guys from planting too early if it rains <laughs> so i have to admit i've talked to farmers this week so maybe next week maybe next week but uh hold her back I, I keep thinking of last year so anyways um thanks so much for tuning in and i hope everyone has a great weekend 
And have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye for now. Bye-bye.